the podcast on podcasting is currently making about $30,000 a month. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Winery, and every single Monday, a successful podcaster with tens of thousands of listeners plus, and a fully monetized show, will leave you a 5-10 to minute voice note sharing their stories, strategies, failures, and the mindset needed to grow a successful show. And today is one of those very special episodes, so I'm going to let Adam take it away. What's up? I'm Adam Adams, the host of the podcast on podcasting. Our tagline is, we help you launch, grow, monetize, and inspire your audience. I'm going to teach you how I grew my audience on the first podcast before selling it and how I grew my audience on the second podcast. I've been podcasting for, I guess it's been eight years now, which surprises me sometimes. And right now we are right around 30,000 downloads per month, which is a medium amount. It's something where you definitely want to get to at least 10,000 downloads per month at a minimum, because that's when you're starting to see the traction. But there's some people out there that are getting, let's say millions of downloads per episode. We're at about 30,000. And I want to share with you a little bit about how I did it. First, maybe I could share a little bit about some of the opportunities that I've seen and how I monetize the show. So I want to share just a little bit about that. And then I've got the main five questions to get into as well. But first, some of the opportunities that I've seen from running a show is the very first show that I had about real estate investing before selling it allowed me to network with some major players in that real estate space. Huge benefit is that I continued because I got them on my show. They would also get me on their show. And because I invited them on my stages, they would invite me on their stages. And so I had these huge opportunities to be in front of thousands of people, both virtually and in person, in front of audiences that have been built by somebody else. And so in a way, I essentially hacked into their network and it allowed me to speak in front of thousands and thousands of people. I was able to speak in Los Angeles, New York, Miami. I got blessed to do that. And it stemmed from a podcast because I was in real estate investing at that time. It allowed me to be able to raise more private money. So I was able to purchase so much more apartment buildings than I ever could have imagined. So how to monetize a show? Well, first and foremost, I want you to sell your own product or service. That is the top way. There are seven, but I'm going to mention the most common three. The lowest way to monetize is something called CPM model. A CPM is cost per meal. That means I'm going to give you 20 bucks per thousand people that listen. Let's just say I have 3,000 people listening. If that's the case on each episode, and if I'm getting 20 CPM, I'm only going to make 60 bucks an episode. My time is worth a lot more than that. I promise you that. Your time is worth a lot more than that. So try not to go the CPM model. The CPM model is just an advertiser. Sometimes it's not even in your language. You don't know them. They don't serve your audience. It's just random. And they give you the lowest amount. The middle version 
is where you find a sponsor, a partner of the show, where they are advertised on every single episode. You probably shout them out intentionally because you believe in them. You believe in their product. You believe in their services. I've helped myself and I've also helped lots of clients be able to monetize it in the second way where they're able to make somewhere between 3000 and 10000 a month. Alex Pardo is a great example where he was making about 10 grand a month. He had two sponsors, one of them paying 4500, the other one paying 5000, and he had contracts with them for about a year. And he stopped doing the second model. You might be like that sounds crazy. He was already making almost 10 grand a month for a year's contract. Why did he stop? Well, he decided to start monetizing the way that I monetize and the way that I'm hoping that you'll monetize. And that's the third way. So how have I monetized my show? The podcast on podcasting is currently making about $30,000 a month. That means I make a dollar per listener. That means I make a thousand CPM, way better than, way better than just a $20 CPM and making 60 bucks. I'm able to make 30 or more thousand dollars through the podcast. Because I sell my own product or service. My podcast sells podcast services. We support people to launch, grow, and monetize their show. And because we have a service-based business with a one-year contract, we're able to support our listener that they will be able to start their show and start launching, growing, and monetizing their show so that they can make money and we make money by serving them. That's the third way. Alex Pardo stopped doing the second way. He started doing the third way, and that meant that he started selling his mastermind. He makes about a half a million dollars per year. That's more than my podcast. I'm making 30-ish grand a month, and he's making 45-ish grand a month. So I want you to think about that third way. Sell your own product or service. My show has been able to make me lots and lots of money, and I am grateful for it, and I'm always going to pour into it, and I'm going to serve that listener because I enjoy it, I love it, and I want to take care of that person at the highest level. And remember, you're not a bad person if you sell something to your listener, unless it's a crappy thing. If you help your listener go to the next step for them, regardless of what you sell or what you do or what your service is, your listener can only go so far on their own. Once they start working with you, they can go a lot further. That's going to support them you should feel good that they're working with you and that you have your heart in the right place than if they go and hire the wrong person. So you should monetize and it's not hard to monetize. Tons of opportunities come from your show. And now I want to talk about these five questions that have been put in front of me. The first is wondering, when did I decide to quit my job and start going full time with my podcast? The answer is four years after I started. I started the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I ended up selling it and I didn't know what to do. I thought that we were going to have a real estate market crash back in uh, 2019. This was July of 19. And I said, no, I don't want to be holding the cards when everything goes to crap. I don't want to be caught with my pants down. So I'm going to switch. I decided at that time that I loved helping podcasters. And so I switched to serving podcast hosts to give them the highest and best value so they could be a top 1% podcast. That was my decision, July of 2019. And I have not looked back. When was it time for me to quit? When might it be time for you to quit? Honestly, it's when you feel it. Some of us feel it early. Some of us feel it a little too late. But as soon as you get that feeling, 
I think it means that you need to start going in that direction to let your podcast start monetizing. Because if you do it right, you might be able to easily make $5,000, $10,000, $30,000, or even $45,000 like my client Alex is doing. So question number one, when is it time? It's time as soon as you feel it. Number two is talking about the biggest failure. I would say one of my biggest mistakes ever is not serving my perfect listener, my avatar, that client, that investor that I could be working with, not thinking about them every step of the way, thinking about them like this. What are they going through? What keeps them up at night? What do they need? What would attract them? What title would they be searching for? What would be SEO, search engine optimization for that person? If I had a guest on my show, what kind of guest would it be for my avatar? If I ask questions to that guest on my show, which questions would work for my avatar and actually which ones wouldn't? To give you an example of the failure, I wanted to attract private capital in my real estate investing podcast. I want to attract passive investors. Passive investors have a lot of money. They understand that they can use me to be able to put their money with me and they don't have to do anything but I didn't title the podcast in a title that would attract that person perfectly. I titled it Creative Real Estate. Once it's creative real estate, it attracts the poor person. It attracts somebody who needs creativity in order to do a deal. I made a mistake by thinking, hey, I want to help passive investors, but I called this Creative Real Estate. I would bring people on and I would ask them, how did you find that deal? How did you talk to the broker? How did you win the deal? What did you do with the broker? Did you take him out to lunch? How did you raise the money? Brand new investor who wants to run the show and raise money from other people would get value from that. But the person that I actually wanted to add value to, a passive investor, somebody who had extremely high net worth, was very, very busy and didn't want to spend any time. All they wanted to do was spend money. I wasn't attracting them. I called it the Creative Real Estate Podcast, and I interviewed people that were the wrong people, and I asked the questions that were the wrong questions. Ultimately, it was still a successful podcast. It just didn't serve the purpose or the person that I was looking for. My biggest mistake. That was number two. Number three, how did I get to 10000 a month? What got me to that threshold? What's going to get you to that threshold? And that goes to another mistake. In the beginning, I didn't think that I needed to add any fuel to the fire. In the beginning, I thought, if you build it, they will automatically come. I thought, if I have a podcast, Apple Podcasts is going to flip out. They're going to get so excited. They're like, oh my gosh, did Adam Adams literally just start a podcast? Well, we got to hurry and put him in front of millions of people, make sure that he's famous so he can make all the money in the world. Why did I expect that they would do that? So think about it like this. You have a vehicle. It could be a car. It could be your podcast. If you've got a destination, it could be New York City, or it could be making money from your podcast. What do you need in order to get a vehicle to a destination? You have to add the fuel. If you don't put the fuel in the tank, then you go nowhere. So my mistake and the thing that I learned after some time, the thing that changed me to be able to get 10,000 plus downloads every single month is marketing. Marketing is the gas in the tank. Marketing is the fuel that takes your podcast vehicle to the monetizing the podcast.
It sounds crazy, but you've got to invest in the podcast in order to let it return on your investment. So in order to get to that 10,000 a month, I needed to stop believing that Apple was doing all the work. And I actually had to start doing some of the work. There's lots of valuable ways to do marketing. I'm gonna give you a couple of ways. Some are paid and some are free. So for question number three, how do you get to 10,000 downloads per month? I started doing private message campaigns. I let them know about things that I had going on. There came a time that I decided to serve my avatar better. What did my listener need? They need to know if they're gonna be passively investing, they could lose a lot of money with the wrong operator if they don't know how to vet the operator or if they don't know how to vet the market that the deal's in. Because I thought to myself, some markets have a headwind and some markets have a tailwind. Meaning you do a lot of work and you're in this city. Well, the city's growing with you. There's more jobs coming in. And right now the prices are going to be driven up for rents and it's going to make your property more valuable. It's going to make you have less uh, vacancy, more occupancy. And so I decided let's have an episode where we can really serve our person so that they know how to figure out if a market has a headwind against them or a tailwind propelling them even faster. And so we talked about market selection. We talked about schools. We talked about crime. We talked about all of the things that you needed in order to understand if you're investing in the right property that's in the right market. So I remembered it was episode 242 and I went on private message campaigns, like I mentioned, PM, DMs. And I would mention to people, hey, this could be valuable to you. Do you want me to send you the link? And I got a lot of yeses. And my downloads started going way, way up. Once my perfect avatar, once my perfect listener got a taste of the goodness, they became hooked. They started listening to other episodes. One in particular, his name is Siva. He called me three months later and he says, Adam, I just got to tell you that I've listened to about 60 of your episodes and I want to put all of my money with you. He had several million dollars in order to be placed into real estate deals. And because I offered him a piece of value with a private message and said, here's something that could help you. He ended up getting hooked into the podcast and then he became one of my biggest investors that I ever had with millions of dollars in order to place with me. So how did I get to 10,000? It's marketing, it's advertising. That was free. What are some paid ways to do marketing? You could do Facebook ads, you could do Google ads, you could do YouTube ads. Here's another great idea. Why don't you get other podcast hosts in your genre? Why don't you ask them, how much do I gotta pay you to shout me out for a month and a half? on every episode. Why don't you do like six episodes where you say, hey, if you like this podcast, you should check out this other podcast in the same realm. Because here's the interesting thing. Every single podcast listener of their show, you know 100% of them listen to podcasts. You know that practically 100% of them are interested in that topic. It's a clear and simple transition. They already listen to podcasts. They already are interested in that specific thing so that they can go to follow your podcast link in the show notes. 
So those are a few ways to add fuel to the fire so you can take your vehicle to the destination. Number four, how's your relationship with the podcast outlook changed and moved from starting to taking off to where it is now? In the beginning, I was scared. I'm actually an introvert. In the middle, I started to learn myself. I started to hone in on my craft. I started to understand how to have these conversations. I started to practice saying the same thing until I got really good at having those conversations. It allowed me to be a better salesperson in my business, whether it was helping podcasters or whether it was bringing in passive investors for real estate deals. It kept me sharp. And I started to come out of my shell because I practiced having conversations every day. I used to say, um, and uh, I was embarrassed on the podcast. And somehow over the course of eight years, I've slowly, not quickly, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. You're not going to do one episode and all of a sudden you're the most eloquent human. But over eight years, I've learned, I've grown, I've studied. And where am I now? is I'm able to make a good amount of money through my podcast. I'm able to serve people doing something I'm really passionate about. And I want you to do the same. It's okay wherever you start off. You're going to grow. And in the end, you're going to be making lots of money through your podcast. And number five, the advice that I would give a podcaster, when you love what you're doing, but you might be struggling to grow, you might not be able to figure out, you can't seem to understand, hey, how do I reach my goals? Maybe tactically, maybe mentally. What advice do I have for you? First and foremost, let's go back to question number two and three. You definitely want to understand who your avatar is. You definitely want to understand that you got to put fuel to the fire. So any other advice for you is try to get out of wearing all of the hats, meaning most of us, when we are entrepreneurs, or when we are a small business owner, we might be the marketing team, the sales team, the bookkeeper. We might be the editor of our podcast. And what I'm asking you to do is to think about the high value things that you can do for your show and get rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you as much. Offload that to a podcast production team. Offload that to a virtual assistant. Offload that to your business partner. If you're trying to do too many at the same time, you can't focus on any of them. And what ends up happening is you drop lots of balls. So try to focus on the things that are going to bring in the most revenue. Focus on the things that you enjoy. Focus on the things that you're good at. And offload as much as you can. The podcast production, the marketing, the paid marketing. Your podcast is one of the biggest things to grow your business and to be able to make money. If you are listening to this episode, it means that you have a calling to serve your avatar. So. I want you to focus on that. Use those tactics. I cannot wait to hear how well this works for you, how you can go to making 10,000 a month, 30,000 a month through your podcast. Go and do it. Take the next step. You got this. And if you need any help, let me know or let the host of the show know. Bye for now. So if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more from successful podcasters who've done it, who've been there and done that, who've built up an audience into the thousands, if you want to hear them share their experience with you every single Monday, be sure to subscribe to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing so you never miss an episode. And on Wednesdays, of course, we're going to help you gain clarity on why your podcast isn't growing 
and the simple steps you can start taking today to fast track a slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Winery, and you have been amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in Wednesday's episode.